Capcom presents. This is it, Dante. We have to put our lives into each other's hands completely, without hesitation. We are brothers, after all. They accept all my imperfections. Sorry for the disconnection. But here's all the missing sections. You know Mega Brand came equipped with weapons. I don't mean Smith and Wesson's, but the gun smoke will choke ya. We do it for the culture. Lights of the round controllers up in holsters. It's a beautiful world. I'm smelling everything. Take flight and soar on legendary wings. No swagger from Mike Hagger. Wrestler turned mayor, turned teacher, turned rapper with mad gear. Leveled up from last year. Trust me, it's dynamite. Mike from the third strike to final fight. It's all going stay locked in since 83, way past 2010. You never heard of this live ass, the Cap Community Podcast. It's all going stay locked in since 83, past 2K10. You never heard of this live ass, the Cap Community Podcast. That's the best thing about the podcast. Nobody can see us. That's true. So, I'm in fact, I'm eye. mostly just covered in some sort of gel. I don't know what this stuff is. <laughs> I'm covered in boils. I don't know what that is. <laughs> oh, they're like... Uh, you don't... <laughs> yeah, Want to like, see? No. <laughs> no. Yeah. Or do I? <coughs> no. You don't. <laughs> so, Happy New Year. We are already more than a week into 2015. So, it is officially the future. It is, yes. And finally reclaiming our footing on this little mountain called life. Uh, guys. Go on. Uh-huh. Yes. Hi. You, you, guys, you, you have a good analogy going here. Yeah, you know, all right. Well, keep okay. it up. You guys have a good holiday? Yeah, it was pretty good. Yeah. It was uh, relaxing. I did not play many video games, but still Dude, relaxing. You're not supposed to admit that kind of thing on the video game podcast. Well, no, I, I did play games. It's I just like did YouTube not play as many. It's not like YouTube where we can stand in front of our cred wall. Oh, yeah. Know, like it people, has a huge logo on the back. a giant wall of games. Well, I mean, we do have... Well, we, it's right here behind yeah. us. They just can't I just see meant it. like those YouTubers that have like 7,000 games behind them and everything. Oh, video. right, right. They never played a single one of them. In case there's any, you know, suspicion that I might not be a real gamer. Yeah. <laughs> But my uh, NES copy of right whatever game Ducktales Ducktales yeah, yeah. well one. I mean the thing is none of those cases are open so who knows how many of them are actually they could be empty yeah, yeah. they could be filled with lies <laughs> 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 so uh, yeah it was it was a great December <laughs> because uh, we had I mean because of a lot of reasons but in particular we had Christmas. a big announcement <laughs> I don't, anyway, yes for the no, uh, sorry. Yes. Uh, we'll get to we'll get to that in a minute, but first I want to do a quick news segment. But before I even do that, if I can backpedal even further here, okay, I'm Greg. Oh, hi, Greg. And who are you there? I'm Yuri. Good to have you back, Yuri. And then as a special guest today, we have. Hi, my name's Andrew. Also, uh, the Neo Deus on Capcom Unity. I'm uh, He's back. Yeah, I'm back and uh, filling in as a pale uh, replacement for Brett. Oh, you're doing fine. Aww. But wait, what, you were on a stream with me. I was on a stream. Uh, we were was. looking at um, the director's cut of Resident oh, Evil yes. original PlayStation. RE1 stream. Yeah. Uh, fitting with the uh, upcoming impending release of the remastered mm-hmm. uh, next and last, or current and last gen version of the GameCube remake of Resident Evil. Uh, simply called Resident Evil. 
And that segues nicely into the news. Uh, that game is now up for pre-order on PSN, which uh, includes both PS3 and PS4, uh, as well as Xbox One and Steam. The cool thing, uh, if you're in North America on PSN, uh, if you pre-order the game digitally, you actually get uh, it's a cross-buy deal, so you get the PS3 and PS4 version. So if you if you are planning to get a PS4 but you don't have one yet, you can get that, and uh, once you have your PS4, you can play it on that. Uh, meanwhile, on Steam, you get a digital uh, soundtrack with more than 30 tracks. You get a digital Trevor Mansion guide. That's the mansion in the game. And uh, also on Xbox One, it is uh, preload supported, so you, you, as soon as you pre-order, it actually starts loading the game so that you can play it immediately once it's out. Not too shabby. Yes. That game is going to be great. It's uh, a, a Game Informer was, was saying it's it's the best entry point for the classic Resident Evil style of game, and I definitely think that's true. Uh, it's maybe the best that that genre has to offer. On a Yuri-related note, uh, the localization blogs have finally begun for Monster Hunter 4 Ultimate. I didn't write them, though. They, no, you did no, not. No, yeah. you, but you uh, facilitated them. Well, you made them way, happen. Yeah. As the okay. Monster Hunter maestro. Yes, orchestrated the whole thing. Maestro. Uh, and these My come... hunting horn. Yes. Okay. Ah, orchestrated, I see. Maestro. Um, these, uh, these come courtesy of Andrew Alfonso, who is the... Uh, is he localiz- localization director? Is yes. that the title? Yeah. Um, and and he had done the blogs for three Ultimate before, right? Yes, he did. He did. Yeah. Some great insight. I mean, these localization blogs are always terrific insight on uh, how how the uh, localized versions get to get to be the way they are. You know, like you you'll notice things like they they change the names of some of the monsters, some of the weapons. These are all part of a very elaborate and involved and. Yeah, it's not just going on Babblefish and like correct, <laughs> yes, or Google Translate. Yeah, it's never like that. Uh, but yeah, it was it was great. Uh, we get to see uh, also um, because he he worked on Three Ultimate. Uh, there were differences in the actual process of localization, so hmm. he explains those quite a bit. Uh, and I, I think my favorite part was when he explained why we couldn't use most of the legacy items from. Um, from a, lo- a lot of the current monsters have been in Freedom Unite, mm. for example. So all of their items and all of the, you know, descriptions of everything have existed since mm. Monster mm-hmm. of Freedom Unite and even before that. But mm-hmm. but you just can't you can't just use those the same way, be it for character limit or all that. But I think his uh, his point that he made is standards. Mm-hmm. You know, simply since 2009, our standards for good localization have changed. Oh, yeah. yeah. So you have to keep up with that. You have to, uh, you know, we've, we've come up with better ways to describe things and, and to make make the most out of those 10 characters per item name or however many there are. Yeah. Uh, and, and, you know, make, make them uh, easily identifiable and you can categorize them in your brain uh, better if you can understra- understand what the words mean rather than a bunch of strings of consonants with no vowels because they don't fit, you know? Yeah. So, yeah. Tur- turns out the secret to our success was Babelfish. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so, yeah, definitely. So, what, what does this come out? Every week? or Yeah, every week for um, for a good two months or so. But, yeah. Great. Yeah, yeah so yeah. lots of talk about those. Yeah. 
meanwhile, we have a new look at some of the enemies in uh, Resident Evil Revelations 2. They are revolting. So to pull these up real quick, uh, so there's the Revenant, who looks like uh, he's got kind of a cleft face thing going on. He's like... Two faces in one face? Two, it's like a little bit. One and a half faces? It's like one and a half faces, <laughs> I think, is what that is. And then uh, brain in his shoulder? All sorts of, yeah, he's got one of them shoulder bl- brains and uh, a bunch of arms. Very popular in the 90s, shoulder brains. Then Othrus, I guess is how you say that. It's like, uh, you know, every Resident Evil game has to have some kind of hideous dog imp thing. Ugh. And this one is probably the most impish of the lot. Uh, what is that coming out as? I get a definite scary stories to tell in the dark vibe from this thing. Yeah, it almost looks like it's like shards of rusty glass. If yeah, that's somebody possible. tried to mm. stab him like a dozen and a half times. Bad pet owners. Ugh. And then there's the sploder, which is uh, maybe oh my, my favorite because it looks like he's just like this mass of pustules that look like Ugh. it looks like his his stomach has erupted and started to form a separate person. Yeah, I don't know if it's just I, the angle. And then, and then there's a person growing out of that, which also has pustules coming out of its head. Has anyone made a not this not a tumor uh, joke yet? <laughs> oh man, they really should. I yeah. think it might it's, be a tumor oh, though. Yeah. No. Uh, oh, he should get that checked uh, out. The official nomenclature given here is pustules. I, oh, that's I, not a great word. No, I. That's one of like my words that it's I just trigger. don't like. Uh-huh. Yeah. Squ- my squick words. I, yeah, I always <laughs> avoid that one in the magnet poetry. <laughs> But uh, anyway, <laughs> so uh, and then a oh, little, little bit of happy news here. Strider, which came out at the beginning of last year, uh, was just named uh, Best Soundtrack of 2014. Well, by that's, a, that's a good choice. The folks at something.com. These guys are serious video game music aficionados. The way these guys write, it's like the James Lipton of... Uh, <laughs> <laughs> it's just... <laughs> So uh, overwhelmingly praising yeah. for for the music that they like. Uh, I remember the first time I listened to the soundtrack Strider itself. It's like it's very atmospheric. Uh-huh. Really sets the mood pretty well. So it's also full of throwback uh, like remixes to the the old soundtracks. It is great, and I'm sure you're a big fan of the parts where it references the NES version, right, Greg? With the Kazakh city, yeah. Yeah, you know, I, I'm I'm a big proponent of the NES game, which is uh, the more neglected of the of the many Strider games titled Strider. <laughs> um, but yeah, they even had some th- uh, some nods to that one. Lastly, uh, the the crazy blacksmiths from Man at Arms Reforged, which is a is a video series where crazy blacksmiths make uh, replicas of you know famous weapons and armor from uh, pop culture. They they made a real life uh, rebellion sword from the da- uh, the Dante series, the Devil May Cry <laughs> series. This is Dante's uh, sort of trademark sword. Um, it came yeah. out pretty and awesome. Yeah. It, it's it's right. pretty awesome. It, it's a little floppier than it it looks in the games. Although I think that's done so that it doesn't snap. Yeah, there. I mean, there's certain actual like I I did did like a uh, sword fighting with actual swords when I uh, did theater uh-huh. in high school and um, college. And it's like actual swords are a bit 
looser, a little bit than, uh, than how they're presented in games. Yes. But no, uh, they did pretty good. I think. I mean, you, yeah. I think uh, you got bombarded with emails of everyone sending this. In I had to like you. five different people, like Greg, Sword, Post. Yeah. <laughs> so I did, but yeah, it's great. And then there's the great little sizzle reel at the end where they just cut things with it. Yeah. yeah, they always have those. Uh, those yeah, I was hoping for more Devil May Cry moves, like the round trip, you know, or like the, you know, the one where the he stinger fl- he flies around and strikes lightning. Yeah. Uh they, yeah, yeah. You need the uh, you actually could have totally the, done that. You need the Alastor or the uh, guitar, the Nevon, to do that. So, in a way, they're very faithful to the series. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and on that note, that's a that's a good way to bring it into the main topic and that uh, bit of news in December that I alluded to earlier. Um, mid-December, we announced that two games in the Devil May Cry series are are coming to us in the year 2015, the first of which is DMC, Devil May Cry Definitive Edition, and uh, also Devil May Cry 4 Special Edition, which uh, comes out this summer. uh, DMC will be coming out first, and so that gets the main spotlight right now. I want to make that clear. Each game is going to get its due... Attention. Um, so, plus we don't have that many details on special editions so far. Yeah, we, yeah. I mean, right yeah. now all we've said is that it exists. It's coming in summer, <laughs> and some guy in a blue coat allegedly needs more power. I don't. Yes. Uh, or yeah. He thinks he does. Um, he said he does. He yeah. said that. I don't. Yeah. yeah. Who knows? Maybe should, is he uh, even saying the truth? He needs like, one of those converters. Yeah, I don't know. Does he mean it? If you need motivation for this, but. That's 220 volts. That's yeah. what I would give him. Um, okay, so <laughs> to back up, though, DMC, this is Ninja Theory's uh, take on the Devil May Cry series that came out in uh, early 2013. Um, and as you may recall, the game pushed uh, the existing hardware to the limits quite a bit. You know, It had these dynamic uh, morphing uh, sort of alive... Uh, set pieces and uh, uh, environments, and uh, it's just a very fast-paced game. Um, so now it's coming to the the new generation of uh, consoles. The difference is very apparent. You have 60 FPS, 1080p, and on top of that, there's a slew of new features. Um, let me actually pull up pull up that list because uh, Dom uh, Dom Matthews from Ninja Theory was very transparent with his initial uh, blog post on the PlayStation blog. Oh, it, it is quite a list. Here. It is quite a list. They've done a lot There's a lot to of make bullets. this the truly the, the definitive version of the game. You've got so aside from the improved performance, which uh, I mean, you immediately notice the difference. Yeah. Uh, Do we got, have a we have a 60 frames per second trailer on YouTube? Don't we? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That's this uh, luckily coincided <laughs> with the uh, launch of the 60 frames uh, feature on. Uh, YouTube. So if you're using Chrome, which you should, uh, you can you can view that trailer and all subsequent upcoming footage of the game in uh, 60 frames per second, 1080p. Uh, they've also upresed the graphics, including textures, characters, and cinematics. Um, you get uh, all of the DLC from uh, the original game, which uh, includes the Virgil's Downfall campaign. This is uh, substantial. Uh, you know, additional campaign where you play as Virgil and he's got a completely different move set and weapon set and uh, storyline. It's it's probably two to three hours of content, but it's like 
Oh, uh, it's very replayable. Yeah, yeah I was going to say. You'll spend more than that on it. You'll spend a lot more than two to three hours if you want to get good at Virgil. Mm-hmm. And uh, there's just tons to experiment with Virgil. Yeah. And there's also there's also the uh, the skins, the, the weapon skins, and a couple of pre-order items. Those are all included. Uh, there are also new skins. There's two new character skins. They are both uh, throwback costumes to uh, the classic series. Dante was the DMC one. DMC one Dante. Dante. Yeah, there was already a throwback costume in the original game. Yeah, that was uh, mm. it was actually kind of based on uh, like all iterations of Dante. It had elements of each, but this one is straight up DMC one. It looks really good. And then the Virgil one is also a throwback. Um, Turbo mode. This is a this is a big feature. This is uh, kind of a flagship thing for uh, the Devil May Cry uh, series. They had a turbo mode uh, first introduced in three special edition. It actually uh, increases the speed of all gameplay by twenty percent. So you're getting a much faster game. And again, the the, the difference is immediately uh, noticeable. We've also got hardcore mode. Uh, this is one of the many. Things Ninja Theory has added to sort of uh, cater to the um, challenge-seeking crowd, um, a lot, a lot of whom are returning fans from the the classic series. Hardcore mode uh, is basically it's a toggleable uh, setting, and uh, it, it's sort of a throwback to the classic games in terms of balance. You you uh, can toggle it on any difficulty level, and what it does is it affects the the style uh, grading system. As well as uh, the Devil Trigger, it makes it so that your uh, Devil Trigger no longer auto launches the enemies, which was which is something they added for DMC. Uh, it doesn't launch them anymore. It just makes you uh, you know heal over time, and it makes you stronger. Uh, but the enemies stay on the ground. Mm. Um, parrying also requires more skill. Like they've tightened the window on parrying, mm-hmm. and uh, all enemies hand out more damage. So if you fancy yourself a hardcore player. <laughs> You're gonna want to turn on hardcore <laughs> mode. Yeah. Um, manual target lock. This was uh, an exciting surprise. Is that the uh, the game will now offer an optional manual lock on for people who preferred the old way, and that does mean that you can you can do things like uh, you can perform a stinger by holding lock on, hitting forward and attack. Um, mm. And again, it's totally optional. So mess around with it, see if you like it. Um, I actually still prefer the auto lock. I think that the game was uh, that system was designed really well uh, for this game. The manual is also cool, and there's actually a few things that you can only do with manual uh, lock on. So it's worth experimenting. And also cool is that uh, you can set it to either be a hold or a toggle. Oh, that's, oh, that's, that's neat. That's um, different, right, from the previous ones? As far as I remember, I've never yeah. I've never seen it uh, work as a toggle before. Yeah, I believe it's. I can only remember holding it. Yeah, but. yeah me too. Um, and and the, the reason that's cool is because in this game, you do, you're do you a lot more mobile than you were in past games. There's True, a lot yeah. of jumping around and repositioning, and uh, there's a lot of time you spend in the air. And and on top of that, you're using the triggers already to, do, to switch weapons. So to have to hold a lock-on button on top of holding triggers, it can get a little bit... Uh, it's just a lot of shoulder jive going on there. So, right, uh, right. It, some people may prefer the toggle option. Uh, Virgil Bloody Palace. This is another big substantial feature. Virgil now has his own Bloody Palace mode, which if you don't know, it's it's a sort of a survival mode type thing where you just fight wave after wave of enemies. Uh, there are 60 waves, 
uh, and that includes boss fights, and you basically just have to survive as long as you can. Um, hmm. There's must-style mode, which uh, is another very hardcore modifier. This is toggleable like hardcore mode, and you can even toggle it on top of hardcore mode. Wow. So all these things stack, hmm. and, and turbo mode as well. Um, so must-style mode makes it so you only deal any damage if you've achieved an S rank or higher. So you're attacking these enemies, and they're not taking any damage, but your style rank is going up, and then when it hits S, you start doing damage. Um, obviously, it has a huge degree of difficulty. Yeah. And speaking of that, uh, Gods Must Die difficulty mode, an even harder mode than uh, the, the many modes they had already provided mm-hmm. in the main game. Uh, <coughs> it takes ba- Basically, it takes Dante Must Die mode, which was already super hard. Um, and adds a little more punishment. All enemies spawn with Devil Trigger active, and you can't use items uh, or health drops. So wow. if you're no health geez. drops at all. If you're masochistic, is there just a mode where you like press start on the game and it's just like you lose? <laughs> it's like they have everything but that. It seems pretty much. Yeah. Well, there and, and like there's hell and hell mode where you you're one hit and all the enemies are super hard. So like. If you're looking for a challenge, this game's got it. If you just want, if wow. you just want a style, though, and this is a point I want to get to later. If you just want a style, though. You know, like there's no, sh- there's no shame in playing the game in one of the easier modes and just, you know, riffing. <laughs> well, it's a, it's a very cathartic game. It's like <laughs> yeah. you just go in and you just, you know, it's a good game to like to train yourself to kind of get to those hardcore modes. But at the same time, it's sometimes just fun to just slash. Absolutely. The game has also been uh, rebalanced and retuned overall. They've taken a long, hard look at a lot of fan feedback. And we're talking about, you know, two-plus years of feedback. And uh, they've they've done a a bunch of tweaks, I think hundreds of tweaks and balance changes. This includes how bosses behave, you know, their AI, includes how parries work. Uh, includes the style ranking system. Uh, there are certain exploits that they've uh, they've gotten rid of. Uh, you know things where you could sort of cheese a boss out. They've gotten rid of um, some of the moves, like the demon evade, which was a little bit uh, OP. Perhaps they have nerfed a little bit. Mm-hmm. Um, but some gameplay p- tweaks based on uh, player testing. We actually had um, uh, a really popular DMC YouTuber, Sam D. Uh, his real name is Awesome, uh, which I think is so cool. It's almost a homonym for awesome. <laughs> <laughs> this guy is like, a, he's an awesome DMC player. They actually had him in the office, uh, you know, playtesting the game and giving his feedback. Um, and if you if you haven't already followed Sam D's channel on YouTube, definitely do it because the guy, he's like a DMC maestro. Uh, they've also redistributed some of the collectibles, the, the doors and keys that you find throughout the game. And there's even a there's even a couple new moves you might discover the uh, um, angel evade, which was this uh, it's like a elongated version of the evade that you unlock where you sort of teleport away. You can now do that three times successively, so it works like the table hopper okay. uh, Nero oh. can do in DMC four. This just sounds like gibberish if you haven't played Devil <laughs> 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 but uh, it's cool. It lets you dodge more gooder. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, and oh, yeah. integrate. Okay, so integ- and I'm, this list is still going. Integration of popular community mods. Uh, you know they've they've looked at some of the mods the PC community has created for the game, uh, and they've incorporated those. Namely, you can uh, disable the timer in Bloody Palace mode, which I think is actually a substantial uh, change to the game. You know, it's a simple tweak, but uh, that completely 
I think that adds a lot of value to Bloody Palace because you can use it to sort of practice, you know. Oh, okay. yeah. absolutely, yeah. Um, Maybe it, it takes the pressure off a little bit. Well, it makes yeah. it a different style of survival. Totally. Yeah, exactly. Um, and uh, this is this is another big one. Uh, we had a lot of feedback on this. You can now um, the the color coded enemies can now be hit with any weapon. Um, the caveat is that if you're not using the 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 correct color weapon, um, they don't stagger. Your weapon just kind of goes through them. It doesn't deal a ton of damage, but it deals some damage. Right. Uh, and this is, uh, this is a big change from how it used to work, which was where if you used the wrong kind of weapon, you would immediately get reflected, uh, like deflected back, and it would, it would break your momentum. So you do not lose your momentum now if you use the wrong weapon. And there's even a new cutscene. I don't want to overhype it because it's not like, you know, new plot point or anything, but it's, it's kind of a director's cut-like, uh, you know, missing scene that they've added back in. So uh, look for that. Let us know if you spot it when the game comes out in March. The other thing that I think is worth stressing is that because this is a... Uh, you know, new gen game. It will take advantage of all the, um, you know, social sharing functionality of the new consoles, which, uh, like that, that's a prospect not to be underestimated. Oh, I'm look super at, looking forward to that. Yeah, you know, it's... if you look at Devil May Cry, this is probably one of the uh, first console games to have an avid, you know, video cr- creating community behind it, you know, because it's such an exhibitionist game. Yeah. You had people doing style tournaments and creating videos online uh, pretty much as long as that was possible. And, uh, you know, that was always something cool about the series, but it was also very limited because you had to have the ability to capture footage from, like, a PlayStation 2 uh, to do that, which very few people did. Now, anyone who has this game and an internet connection will be able to share gameplay videos and share screenshots and uh, we are definitely going to be taking advantage of that. I, I definitely want to do things like style tournaments and, uh, you know, just showcasing good combo videos out there. I think that uh, holds huge potential. Yeah, it'll, it'll be easier than ever to to get the good players in the spotlight, even if they didn't have, like, capture card and video editing software and mm-hmm. all that. So uh, I'm, I'm excited about it. I know I'm going to be sharing some videos, even though I'm not even that good. <laughs> yeah. I'm going to try and get good. <laughs> uh, so th- the point I wanted to get to today is, uh, you know, we, we had uh, Sam D. actually come into our office as well. He uh, he came to record a bunch of awesome gameplay, uh, pun intended, because of his name. Ah. <laughs> what? Um, Go on. He came and he recorded basically eight hours straight of great DMC Definitive Edition gameplay. And uh, we did a lot of talking during that time. And, you know, he, he's a very philosophical guy. I had actually recorded, like, an hour's worth of conversation with him for this podcast. And it got uh, corrupted somehow. Oh, man. But, uh, you know, some of the interesting points that uh, he brought up. Uh, were that the conversation got corrupted or the file got corrupted? The, a little of both. Ooh, no, the man. file got corrupted. Okay. 
Uh, surprisingly hard to record Skype conversations. Uh, ah, that is true. But um, he was saying, you know, ultimately to him, uh, Devil May Cry games are about styling. You know, he used the verb styling. And uh, you get a lot of people um, that are very adamant that the games be extremely hard. You know, I think there were people that thought that the new DMC in particular was not as hard as the old ones. And uh, some of those people... Uh, we're disappointed by that, um, which to to those people, I definitely say try the new modes because holy crap. <laughs> but uh, for me, and uh, I think this is what Austin was saying too, and I think there's a lot of players like this as well, um, the difficulty is kind of beside the point for these games. I think, you know, aside from just being a sort of a power fantasy kind of game, I think ultimately the fun in Devil May Cry comes from uh, as he put it, styling, you know, pulling off these cool combos and improvising on the fly in an almost musical way. Mm. Yeah. Know? I think it's kind of like juggling because you can you can have a juggler with only, you know, three juggling balls mm-hmm. and they can pull off some crazy stunts and throw them between their legs. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, you also, adding uh, adding some extra balls to there, two or three or more, mm-hmm. that does make it more difficult but at the same time, that doesn't necessarily make it more stylish. And so it's kind mm. of two elements of yeah. the same activity. Yeah, yeah. ultimately, it's, uh, I think uh, the player kind of sets their own difficulty in, in a game like this. It's an exhibitionist game. And, you know, you can let the game itself define the, the challenge for you with things like the, the in-game style ranking system and the difficulty modes. And I think ultimately... And, and, you know, this is just my style of play and, uh, you know, whoever agrees with me. <laughs> um, the challenge that I think is more rewarding in Devil May Cry is the one you set for yourself to, you know, pull off a certain type of combo, you know, or get jump canceling down so that you can, right. you know, do this type of move. And that's something that the game can't really dictate to you. So I would argue that um, the, the difficulty set by the game and the, the ranking offered by the game is beside the point, you know. But I think that, and that must speak to a certain kind of player out there. Yeah, because the game never asks you to, well, besides the color-coded enemies, it, it never asks you to use uh, any particular tool. It just gives you all the tools. But, mm-hmm. you know, it, it you don't see that many... Um, not, not that you don't see it, but it's like you have to set it for yourself. I want to make a rad combo using mainly mm-hmm. this weapon or... Mm-hmm doing a jump cancel with the arbiter like that's that's ridiculously hard but mm-hmm. it, you can make it look really cool if you can pull it off you know you have yep. to understand the timing yeah. uh, and all that or and yeah. you'll <laughs> the 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 people that really try and push their own boundaries like the some of the videos you see out there um you know for vanilla dmc are just astounding like stuff that two years after the game came out uh, is certainly new to me, you know. Oh, uh, yeah. Yeah. There was this guy in Japan who made a video. He called it Gunslinger. Uh, <laughs> and I think he called it that because he does all these crazy tricks. But he uses a Kablooey gun, which is the one that uh, marks enemies with uh, oh, like yeah. a detonative or deton- like explosive. detonating explosive. Yeah. Um, he's using the detonation to bounce the enemies. Like, he would send the enemy away and then explode them so that they bounce back to him. Ah. So he was like playing ping pong with himself. <laughs> it's it's just ridiculous. That's pretty good. You know? I mean, there's just so much depth to uncover in this game that uh, I, I really hope that 
if you if you missed it the first time or if you just didn't get into it that much the first time, that you give it another look because this type of action game with this level of depth does not come around very often. Like oh, I, no. I can tell you 100% guaranteed DMCDE and DMC4SE are the two best action games that will come out this year. Like there is, and possibly for the next several years. Yeah. There, there is no, there is no question. And I think to that point of, of the guy who will figure out how to ping pong with himself with Louie, <laughs> uh, I think there's just many more tools now this this time around because, as you were saying earlier, you can stack all these modifiers mm-hmm. to the core game. You can do hardcore. You can do must style. Mm-hmm. Well, must style not probably not really relevant. Uh, it may not just, be a tool. <laughs> yeah, it may not be a tool, but. But if you think of the the hardcore mode and the difficulty settings, because mm-hmm. they do affect like the enemy behavior and all that, uh, you can toggle one or the other, and you know, and and just yeah. use those as tools, like as setting up your a different set of rules, yeah, for when you start creating the combo itself. Yeah, so. kind of also gives you forces you to use those tools and uh, think a little bit more outside the box when you realize, oh. This combo that I love so much that's super stylish and would mm-hmm. kill kill this enemy, oh, it doesn't do it in that. What can yeah. I do to add to it? Yeah. Yeah, in particular, makes it even cooler? You, you, you'll see some enemies that you, like, you used to know, a sh- like, a basically a fail-safe, you know, a fail-proof way to, to deal with this enemy will no longer work, so you'll have to rethink right. the strategy. Now, Greg, what's your favorite uh, new thing that this game is bringing to the table? Uh, for me, it's turbo mode. You know, I, okay. I've always thought that was a really attractive feature. You know, since they brought it out in uh, three, because you know the game the game is already all about you know speed and style. So to be able to play the whole game uh, at a substantially faster tempo is just like almost like playing a completely different game. Right. Uh, and now having that on top of the uh, you know the upped frame rate and resolution, it just it just looks really awesome. Yeah, I can't wait to really delve into like the um, the nightclub and the Raptor News Network. Oh, yeah. <laughs> like with the uh, improved graphics and frame rate, like oh, yeah. I can just imagine how amazing that's going to be. There are a few changes to the Bob Barbus fight I noticed too. Oh, okay. That was that was still my favorite fight in the entire game. It's a good one. Uh, if if only for just like how wacky it was super wackadoodle yeah i i really like actually the the part in that fight where it transports you to a to an, a, pre- a previously visited area in the game mm-hmm. so like you you're next to like red early on they put you back in with a bunch of enemies next to that uh the ferris wheel and <laughs> and you know i thought it was really cool because like the camera is locked in that position and you're seeing this through a security or a surveillance camera, but also felt it was kind of like a throwback to the previous games, which had that sort of camera, like yeah, the, the uh, locked-on camera. Mm, the yeah. So on on the subject of DMC4 Special Edition, as we said, details are very sparse, very sparse right now. Yeah. Uh, Doesn't mean there are none. Well, yeah, details <laughs> exist in the world. You just it's have not to, for you, yeah, but yeah, just it's, not publicly. Yeah. Not many things exist. Uh, unless we tell them to you. We will eventually have lots more to say about it, uh, but just bear in mind, we want to give each of these titles their due spotlight because they're both going to be rocking 
So, you know, it'll be a, fur a little further down the line. Uh, but do bear in mind that it's set for summer, so... Uh, so, know, jackpot? You won't be waiting too, too long. <laughs> no. Yeah. Uh, and you may actually hear from Andrew a little more on that, since he's the guy doing the thingy. Yeah. <laughs> you may. So, if you don't like my voice, I'm sorry. Sorry, guys. <laughs> yeah. Let us know in the comments. <laughs> um, okay, so let's go ahead and get into the community question this week. So, last week, we were talking about Street Fighter V, which has just been announced and uh, we asked you what your hopes and expectations for that game are. Uh, we got a bunch of very adamant responses. Uh, Tsubasa was adamant that we include Skullomania. I can't promise we'll do that, but I sure love saying that name. This is <laughs> one of the uh, Street Fighter EX characters. Yeah. I, I'm personally partial to Cracker Jack over Skullomania. But, uh, Man, they were I on a roll with the names. I, th <laughs> I think I'm uh, in the minority on that one. Skullomania is pretty awesome. It's though. just a great yeah. name. I just picture like he's just like all about skulls. Just, What's the background uh, on that character? Do you know? Basically, Greg? he f thinks he's a Sentai character. Yeah, oh, really. Yeah, yeah. He, th like, he isn't he like a failed something during the day, and then like at night he's this vigilante like. Yeah, he's 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 a bit of a nut who puts on a costume and is like, yeah. I, I'm a superhero. It's kind of like the uh, the kick-ass of its day. Oh, oh that's okay. right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Seba just wrote the word parry over and over <laughs> in the comment. Uh, he's trying to recreate the uh, Evo moment Re number 37. Yeah, he's parry, parry, parry. <laughs> he's calling the match. Yeah. <laughs> um, and then Burning Typhoon says, I hope this game doesn't focus too much on Street Fighter 2 characters. SF1, 2, and 3 had a unique cast of characters. 5 showed 2, whilst bringing around 12 familiar faces. Uh, SF3 wasn't a bad game for forgetting about the old cast. Um, yeah, again, I, I, I definitely get excited when they introduce new characters. Yeah. We've, we've been seeing those SF2 faces for a long time. Uh, I mean, some of them are kind of like institutions in and of themselves. Yeah. I mean, um, some of them you got to have. But right. at the same time, variety is the spice of life, and there's a huge roster mm -hmm. of characters in the Street Fighter universe and an even yeah. larger uh, roster who have yet to be created or revealed. <laughs> that roster, who knows how big that one is. Yeah. Red Stash says, Brachidios for Street Fighter V. He's got the punches, he's got the jumps, and he's got the supers. What supers does he have? I think he means the uh, area of effects and the, oh, yeah. you know, Shooting the whole uh, fire waves, the explosion waves, really uh, forward. I uh, fear he might be a bit OP. Okay, so unconfirmed. <laughs> David says, "I'm hoping for a proper tutorial mode that explains mechanics, statuses, and terms." I do think uh, you know con they've consistently tr you know tried to make strides to make the games more accessible and uh, just more understandable to to newcomers. Or old comers who uh, <laughs> never figured that stuff out, like myself. Right. Um, so, yeah. I mean, again, we, we don't have any specific info to share beyond what was shared in December. But uh, just know that we're excited for when we can share more info with you, and we are definitely looking at community feedback. Uh, so keep it coming. Uh, this week's question, why are you a Devil May Cry fan? Or if you're not, why aren't you? Gosh darn it. <laughs> and uh, how important do you feel difficulty is to the game's overall concept, the overall Devil May Cry experience? Do you are, do you play it primarily for the the challenge, or 
uh, is that b- beside the point? Like I like I was saying, one of the cool things about this series is that there are a broad variety of reasons people, yeah, absolutely. bother. <laughs> Uh, and that'll wrap it up. Thank you guys for listening. Thank you, d- dudes, for being here. Thanks for having me. And we'll yes, have some kind you. of rad tune carry us out. Do do do. Do do do.